This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, Steve, it's starting to rain. In fact, there may be an inch and a half of rain or maybe two inches in the next couple of days. Um, So floods may be starting to come into the memories of our listeners as floods as opposed to fires, I guess. Maybe that's over (laughs) for the year. But the Orville Reservoir is always in the forefront of my mind. What happened and what almost happened. Mm. Uh, Any new information about the integrity of this dam? There actually is some information. The Chico Enterprise Record uh, newspaper, they recently published an article that described the Orville Dam project. Okay, just what we're talking about now. It was a 19-month study uh, on safety that was done on the Orville uh, Dam project, and they found no unacceptable risks. So things are actually quite quite good. And, of course, if, if uh, for all of those who might still remember this, it was quite a big thing. In February of 2017, the main dam spillway uh, really opened up people's eyes uh, because we realized that if something goes bad on that reservoir and that dam, we could have evacuation orders that could impact something like 188,000 people. It, wow. It's quite quite significant. So, so they're, they they've been doing an assessment, and this assessment utilized six different engineering companies, and each of these en- engineering companies are looking at different parts of the reservoir issue. Some might be looking at the dam, some might be looking at the spillway, dam's operation, and so forth. So, in the beginning, they identified 367 potential failure modes. Okay, quite a bit. Eventually, they were able to reduce that down to 129. And then something like 2,000 risk evaluations and actions later, they finally determined that there were no unacceptable risks. And that's where it sits right now. Well, Steve, um, I think about how much effort goes into this one part of our water system and wonder how our overall water supply, especially for our drinking water, has been impacted by the COVID situation. Well, one thing for sure, there are a lot of people that are behind on their water bills because of this pandemic. The state's uh, looking into those details right now. And the main concern is that uh, the virus's impact has caused uh, people not to be working because of our response, right? And uh, how's that affecting utility finances? They get, uh, what, th- what they're doing is, uh, extrapolating the data from these utility finances, and they're trying to break it down into households. How many households have been have have overdue water bills? That's what they're looking into right now. And of course, this is all happening as a result of what uh, Governor Newsom back in April, when this COVID thing first was happening, he said, "You are not to shut off people's water. Uh, they're under it's it's hard enough right now." So, so they didn't, and that meant that the the purveyors were were holding the bag financially until we worked this thing out. So uh, that's what's happening. And, 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 of course, at the same time that that happened, our national unemployment rate nearly doubled. So it was a double whammy. A lot of bills were unpaid. So all this information right now is being gathered. And during the next several months, probably actually in January, we will find out where we sit with, with water as it's, uh, and its impacts from the COVID situation. Well, it seems like our priorities for water might have changed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think uh, California's water priorities have changed? 
Well, I mean, put it to you this way, uh, let's mix drought with COVID, all right? Let's mix in a little bit of climate change also, and yeah, you get a new look. (laughs) Actually, some exclamation points on some of our, our old priorities. Number one, it's vital that California communities have safe and affordable water. That means a lot, especially we're finding that the most vulnerable are, are, are finding that they have water issues that, that domino effect into other sanitary issues. Uh, more and better collaborations are needed amongst uh, water stakeholders. We need to work on that. It's a priority. Uh, stakeholders in, the, in managing agricultural waters. And the whole idea is let's somehow come up with a way of collaborating so that we reduce the uncertainties of, uh, of having our or not having our water. Then there's that wildfire risk uh, reduction that everyone is familiar with, certainly up here in the foothills. And that means that we need to even look even more closely at our forests, invest in our forests. Uh, it's a vehicle for economic recovery. There's a way to do it, and we need to find that way. And uh, it will create new jobs. It will improve safety. It's good for the forest. All good comes out of it. So I, I think there will be more attention applied towards wildfire risk reduction. And then lastly, you know, investing in efficient and effective ecosystem projects. And uh, that would reduce the conflicts. Uh, if, if that can be done in a way that reduces conflicts, that's what we want to do. That's where the collaboration comes in. But we need to improve the health of our freshwater ecosystems. So, yes, there are many things. We've heard these things before, but I think we are uh, going to spend an extra level of, of effort and focus on getting the job done sooner. So you feel we're heading in the right direction? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to move forward. We need to persevere. <laughs> never give up. This is a hard one, but we're never giving up. So working across the opposing aisles of opinion between water stakeholders and do that collaboratively is probably our biggest challenge. But you know what? We can do this. It's one step at a time. We can do this. Steve, thank you so much. You bet. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KBMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at stevebaker at operationunite.co.